Welcome to the Biz Bros Podcast. My name is Kyle Nelson, and I have my wonderful co-host, Mr. Eli Libby, with me today. Uh, and we have a very special guest we're really excited to have on. Um, he is the owner and CEO of Confident Coach LLC, uh, Mr. Scott Ballard. Scott, how are you doing this morning? I'm great. Great. Excited about this today. Yeah, awesome. awesome. We're, we're excited to have you on here and chat a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. So we are going to just jump right in. We've got about 25 minutes to chat with you. So um, let's learn a little bit more about your history. I know we had a good uh, little preliminary talk, um, talking really about failing fast. Give us a little bit of your background and a snapshot of how you've become who you are today. Yeah, it, it all started in first grade. So I uh, went to school, happiest kid in the neighborhood, <laughs> and grew up in a small town in Southern Oregon. And after a couple of months in school, I realized I was not learning like the other kids. Yeah. It became very obvious. My teacher came uh, and visited my parents at their house and said I wasn't getting it. Um, and she didn't know why. Uh, she stuck me in the corner and said, you're, you're stupid, you're a dunce, and you're not going to ever be anything but a janitor. Oh. So this is how I started my school. Yeah, so this is the 60s. This isn't today. So, okay. <laughs> um, but, but what kind of evolved out of that was they figured out finally that I was severely dyslectic, and the way they taught in the 60s did not work for me. So I kind of started um, uh, down this path of education being a super struggle. Like D's and F's were normal for me. I was just concerned, are they going to pass me to the next class? I just want to get out of here in 13 years. You know, I don't. Um, so anyway, I, I, I got all the way to sixth grade and there was a new sixth grade teacher. This is really important uh, to understand. We walk in the first day and he says to us, take all the desk out of the room. And I'm like, oh, I've got this kind of panic attack. Like, what is this guy doing? Am I going to have to start to figure out how to do this all over again? And what he said was, we're going to turn the whole class into a business. Everything. You, wow. If you want to play with a ball at recess, you have to rent the ball from the person that owns the ball rental business, the copy business, the whatever. So we all started with like $50 and one business at the beginning of the year. And he would teach us math and history and how to do the stock market and all these different things through a business, right? Through, through the lens of that. Well, I had struggled. I did first grade twice. I was a, I could not do school the way they were teaching. I, I just bought. So I get into this and after a couple of months, kind of like first grade, but in reverse, I'm like, I like this. Like I'm getting this, like I'm putting together, I'm starting to buy other people's business or, you know, and I'm leveraging, well, long story short, by the end of the year, I own pretty much every business in the class and had pretty right. the money. But wow. I was failing in, in my grades. Like I was, I was a total yeah, yeah. <laughs> So that was the start of me going, school was not going to be my way forward or academics or getting an MBA but maybe I could do this business thing. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I finally escaped high school. They let me graduate. I actually have a diploma legally. I'm graduated. And I got out and I started businesses. I got married very young, 21. We've been married 40 years. And, and I failed like fast, like yeah. 10, 11 different businesses wow. in my 20. Like, I would fail and my wife would say, what did we learn and how could we do it better next time? And I just kind of failed forward and failed fast. Yeah. 
not knowing that that kind of failure for most people is devastating. Like you go get a government job. Yep. Right. After your third failure, you know, like I don't, <laughs> yeah, I don't want the it pain anymore. Yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> and so, um, but but because I had failed so much in school, I was actually comfortable, and I had this muscle uh, of failure was my friend, science kind of it was like, okay, mm -hmm. from failure, I'm learning. And I learned every one of those business failures, like, okay, what did I take away? What can I learn? How can I get better? And so that's the whole failing thing for me, you know, and I've written a lot about this failures, my friend. Um, and, and, and so that, that's kind of, yeah. that's kind of my roots. I mean, as quick as I can say it. That's very cool. What a cool way to be introduced into business and entrepreneurship. Yeah, like, I mean, it's I've like never it's heard like, that. It's like real life monopoly when you're yeah. six. That's you got to get that teacher teaching teachers. Yeah, absolutely. that'll revolutionize this country. Yeah, <laughs> that is really cool. <laughs> <laughs> That's such a cool story. Amazing. And, and, I, and I think failing fast is such uh, an important lesson. We've talked about it. You've mentioned it. Uh, right. We've done it. We've, we've done gone it. through it multiple times. Mm -hmm. In order to get better, you've got to fail. You've got to reflect on that and take the positives away, which Scott, it sounds like you've done tremendously and you haven't gone, you're not working in this government job. You've taken the, the experiences and you've moved past that. And that's super cool to hear. Yeah. The opportunity, the great American dream to, to, to move forward and do what you want to do and need to do with your life. Absolutely. So um, with your businesses, you've, of course, uh, you've had employees, you've worked close with them, but it sounds like you're a very inspiration individual. You're very yep. goal-minded, especially having failed 10 times of business. Obviously, um, there's a reason to continue pursuing what you want to do. Can you kind of touch a little bit about kind of the main things that you talk about, you know, really um, uh, helping team members on your on, uh, employees uh, through coaching them and helping them pursue and achieve their personal dreams yep. and aspirations. Cause I would assume that that would help elevate um, your personal goals and achievements and, and moving forward and kind of what your vision and goals yep. are. Yeah. So, so what, what I have learned or discovered is, is that us entrepreneurs, us business owners, us CEOs, whatever the title is partner in your company is that we have something um, that is really powerful, but we think we only have it. What that is, is a dream, a goal, or an aspiration yeah. to do something, achieve something, right? Like we all have those things. 100%. But what we don't do is we don't look at our people. So we build a team. And, and so after those 10 failures, my 11th one, I was like, I was, I was like the kid under the Christmas tree. I was like wanting to open. I was like, I think this is going to be the one. Well, it was. We went from our kitchen table in $100 to 42 states, 4,000 people, and the third largest company selling our product in the country. In wow. five years, with no background, yeah. I was, it was an industry I'd never been in before. I had no education. I had all these smart people working for me. But, but what, what I learned through that process was that um, as we're entrepreneurs, we are powered by this dream like this vision of building this thing or achieving this thing or taking over the world with our product or whatever it may be, right? But what we don't do is we don't incite that, we don't engage that and leverage that in our own teammates, on our own people that we bring, the who's that build this company. Mm -hmm. we, don't, we, don't, we don't engage that and have the simple conversation is, Jim, why are you here? Like, what's your dream and goal for your life? Right. Wow. Boom. All of a sudden, this person goes from a low battery employee is what I call them. Like 
barely charged enough to accomplish today's minimum goal. Uh, yep. Yeah, no. Right? Which is like 80, 83% of employees are disengaged. Well, I call that their battery is on low. Like when your phone goes to low mode and they say, turn everything off, blah, blah, blah. It's like, that's how they're showing up to work because we're not leveraging what we know has worked for us. And that is this dream, this vision that we have for our own life. So, so why wouldn't we do this with every employee before we even hire them? The first question I ask is what's your dream and goal aspiration for your life? Right. And if you can't tell me that you're dead, you have no battery. I, I, the interview is over. But if you can do that and you light up and you have this, this, this thing that we all have inside of us and you go like, you know, it's to climb Mount Everest. That's a yeah. big one. That's like, okay, right. no, that's great. But if the person actually believes that, then I know I can show them the connection between their job and, and, and helping them achieve their goal. And the job is like a vehicle for their goal. So when they show up, they're this better version of themselves because they're in the process of achieving their dream and goal. Right. And, and they're learning the skills and they're, and they're learning, even they're learning how to fail as they try to climb that mountain. And how do you get back up and how do you get better and take another step? And so this is the thing we miss. You know, entrepreneurs are amazing people, but they also have this huge blind spot of thinking they're the only ones with a dream or goal that yep. matters. <laughs> That's I'm, I'm only slightly passionate about this. I, I know we love it. We are, we are, we are passionate about what we do. We yeah, love working yeah. with people and talking to people that are passionate and raise their voice and get enthusiastic. And we it, love that. It's true. You know, you find other people um, that have the same passion. I, I feel Eli and I are, we're very passionate and the way we're fulfilled is helping other people become fulfilled. Yeah. And I think it speaks to exactly what you're doing, but you're doing it on a, on a pretty cool a level, scale. helping others on a large scale. Um, so it, you call yourself the confidence coach. So what are ways that uh, you help your your clients, the CEOs and business owners, mm-hmm. entrepreneurs, help them install confidence in their employees? Yeah. Is there something, maybe a few tips that you could share with our listeners or even to us to help us install that confidence and that fulfillment into our employees? Mm-hmm. Yeah, 41 years in, Here's the reality. Here's the truth of how you do this the fastest, okay? So um, we all operate on this system. I'm not a tech person. I'm not educated. But we have all have this program, this software that runs our life. The problem with the program is that the program has believed a lie that you got from a teacher, you got from a business partner, your banker told you this, your attorney told you this, your wife told you this. Well, well, what happens is we're operating off a lie that isn't true. So I actually help people identify the lies that have stopped them. The, the obstacle mm-hmm. is the thinking about your thinking. Well, your thinking's wrong. You are able to accomplish this. So you were told, I was told in first grade, I would only be a janitor. Well, Okay, I believe that for a lot of years, guys, which is so scary yeah. because my life, I have done more in my life than I ever could have dreamed or hoped. If I would have stayed in that believing, if I would have believed that lie and that would have been my program, the software that ran my choices, my decisions, right. my actions, my motivation, I'm, I'm a janitor and I'm 61 and I'm still a janitor. Right. Wow. Okay. So I had to say, is that a lie or is that true? 
And I, and I, what I do with people is I actually go down through their whole program and I go, okay, what are the lies that you're believing about these things? Yeah. Right. And then I say, well, but what is the truth? Mm-hmm. What do we know is true? Mm-hmm. You know, for you, what is true? And then we, we, we get rid of, we flush the lies and we <laughs> reprogram the truth into people. And over time, it's interesting your, your subconscious is so powerful. It doesn't know the difference. It only follows the program that's been implanted in it. So true. I totally I, agree. 100%. Now, I'm not going to go into extreme detail, but, but, no, but it, that's the greatest thing we do with, with leaders. You know, guys like you, so it's like, well, why are we not able to get here? Or why can't we break through? Why, where is it? We're missing the inspiration to actually achieve this vision we have. Well, it's because you're running, operating on a lie. <laughs> It, yes, totally. Well, I've chuckled a couple of times throughout this talk because we had a meeting this morning and we've and it was we literally, literally said the same, same. things. We talked about, we talked about where, where, where are the goals in a personal level and then let's build on top of that and let's help each other get to those personal goals. And I think it's just really weird how this is playing out Yeah, because we had this talk it's and like then a, this happened. So <laughs> that's weird. Uh, um, <laughs> how, how do you get, how do you get, I, I actually have a question that comes off of that. When you, you said that, you have this person that wants to, to climb Everest. Right. And then you said, if I can actually identify that that is a real mission or a real goal that they want to do and then help them get there and help them tie their work and their goal mm-hmm. of climbing Everest. How do you identify if that is a real, yeah. how do you identify that that is a real goal of theirs? I know a lot of people say that they're like, they want to do these things, but their actions do not actually, that's just saying something. Does that make sense? How, how do you identify and get that out of So it? it's all about commitment, right? So there's four things that when somebody says something that you check. So it, it, it takes commitment. Yep. It takes courage. It takes capability. And then that gives you the confidence to know that they're really serious about it. So mm-hmm. I, I, I say to them when they say Mount Everest, I said, what have you done about it? And the last thing oh. towards it. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. if you haven't done anything, and it's just, then, that is, then you're dead. Your batteries are dead. Yep. Yeah. But if you if you have gone and climbed, I, I don't know the mountains around here you would climb, yep. but oh, Mount Rainier, let's say. Yep. Yeah. And, yep. You, yep. and you've done that twice in the last year or whatever, then I'm like, oh, okay. No, 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 no. This, we need to build on. So now I'm throwing wood on the fire. Exactly. I'm like, okay, so what? can we support you and what can we encourage you and how can we help you? Okay. I need to have Fridays off and next July so I can do four training climbs. Okay. So let's change your schedule to do that because when you show up Monday through Thursday, I'm going to get better effort, better work from you because you know that we deeply care. This is the Mm -hmm. next level of benefits guys. It's not health plans anymore. It's not PTO. It's not 401k. I, gold mind blown scott there it is That's seriously the though like who is offering as a benefit uh, like number one what's your goal how can we help you get there because for a fact we know that we'll get more out of you yeah that that was amazing nobody, nobody cares guys until they know how much you care as a leader 100 exactly nobody 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 and then, you know what the bonus you gave them at christmas a day later when they got their credit card bill they're actually demotivated. Oh, so true. They're demotivated. Right. And all they do is all they do at that point is where's the next one? Exactly. And why? How can I do the minimum? Because we're not speaking to what really 
internally motivates them, guys. Yeah. Isn't the external stuff. I totally agree. <sighs> Scott, you talk about micro coaching, you talk about the dream employee. What happens if you're, let's use the same person as the Everest person. And you, you identify that they really are not committed. They're not hiking uh, Mount Hood or Rainier on the weekends, but they're just saying that. Is there a level where you go in and you restructure kind of their goals and wants and dreams in life? Do you, do you kind of help consult them through that and then plug in how the business works? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, but the biggest piece, guys, the biggest piece is you've got to drill down till you find what awakens them. Now, here's the bad news. There's always good news and bad. The bad news is we have a lot of people that their dreams and goals have died. They're dead. Right. We, do, we can't have them on our payroll because it's our biggest investment. So we have to do this before we hire them, yeah. right? Do you see what I'm saying? Yep. So, so, oh. so that's how we address that. Now, if they're already on your team, we drill down. If we can't find oil or gold or whatever, right. oil. then we have to help them leave well and find a better place where, you know, the government or DMV or whatever, right. where they can work. And they're not required to have batteries and actually get better and be a better version of themselves next month, next year, and 10 years from now. Think about employee retainment. Yes. <laughs> you will retain everybody. Everybody. you want to go elsewhere. Yeah. And it will just do nothing but propel your company forward and yourself as an individual. It's helping others fulfill themselves for your full fulfillment. That's oh, amazing. If, so so, so um, we've, we've got uh, eight minutes or so left here. If you were to wrap up uh, like some key takeaways for our audience, say in, in one to, you know, two sure. to three steps, Kind of what would that get look started. like from even maybe from like the management point of view, right? From, from like a CEO, like what would you give them to be able to the tools to give the CEO to, to instill in their employees? Specifically, you already have employees. Yeah. Like how do you like yeah, exactly. really shake them up and be like, hey, check this out? Like, yeah, put, how do you how do you plug them in? How do you plug okay. these people well, in? Get here's, the first, here's the first step, guys, after 41 years of being in business. You 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 have to sell yourself on the idea first. Yeah. Mm. Okay, so you can't sell somebody or convince your team or get them to buy in if you're not sold on it. And so you have to look at your own journey. So right. I had a dream to start this business, right? Mm -hmm. Look what that dream has created. Now I have 100 employees or 10 or what, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. I, don't, I don't really care. So you have to believe your own story of the power of a dream and goal and how and what it can do in somebody's life. So I always start and say, I want to hear your story. Like, how did you work through all the failures? How did you work through all the, all the doubt, all the uncertainty? And you kept moving forward. Right. Okay. That's the power. So you have to acknowledge it in yourself. Most business owners don't, they've lost touch with why they started. Yeah. Like, they're so disconnected. I'm like, well, why are you doing this? You hate it. You get into the mundane Data yes. Data. Yes. Again, Scott, we talked about this uh, last week. I said, like, why did we actually start the business? Like, let's go back to the roots of like what we're doing. Our business that I've told you a little bit, we do product photography, video production for online retailers. What we do is we help people make more sales. We create amazing photos and amazing video production to make them to make increase more sales. So that is why we do it. And I think that's an amazing point. It's like, why did you start the business in the right. first place? Go back to the roots. Some, yeah. And, and, and then step number two, so that's one. So you have to, you have to believe and sell your, and remember your own dream and goal. Yep. 
Right. Like it's amazing how many people out there just wandering like nomads. And I'm like, you don't even know where you're at. Like, what are you doing? And you're going through all this stress and you're investing all this money and you're, you're everything. You're still out there. Like go back to it. So number two is then you have to start to, to come to the realization of do the people that I have, my team, my 50, 60, 100, 2000 people, do they actually have dreams and goals? Right. Do I believe they do? Okay. So, so that is a really interesting, it would seem like, well, yeah, automatic. Well, I'll tell you a lot of people we work with at the beginning go, I'm not, I don't think my people really do, which is always cool because the third step is then we launch it out. We actually do a launch and we actually ask the question of all their employees and themselves, what are your dreams and goals for your life? Just like that, like so generic and innocent. But we're like surgeons. We're doing brain surgery on their whole business and they don't even know it, which is so fun. And <laughs> people light up and they go, holy crap, I want to walk the Camino. <laughs> and the so guy funny. next to him that's been working with them seven years and supposedly their best friend, I never knew that about you. Right. Yeah, like exactly. The collaboration, the culture creation, the yeah. emotion, the tears, the CEO's like, bingo wow, how did I, how do I, now I can manage these people because I actually know what they're, they're passionate about. They're passionate about adopting a child from Africa. Right. Oh, well, no wonder I, I, I can tap into that now and I can go, how can we help you do that? And as you're doing that, then how can you become a better version and do and get farther here? Like it's so connected, but we don't ask the question because in this world of social media and all this, it's so surface. We don't actually ever ask somebody, what do you really care about? Why are you here working, taking a paycheck every two weeks? Like really? Amazing. You could be anywhere else. Why are you in this? Yes. Are you sitting here? Why? Uh, (laughs) Scott, that's amazing. Oh man. I think we, it's, I, it's all about the magic of thinking big. Yeah. If you can install that in yep. everybody else, Man Hill. you know, I read it at 21. Yeah. <laughs> read the book front to back. And it, it truly is. If you can install that into your employees, your friends, your family, your, your sphere of influence, it'll just propel, propel yourself. It's yep. the mastermind yep. that goes beyond just the owners or the partners or the board of directors. And what we're saying is now the mastermind is everybody clear down to the janitor. We all are in this mastermind of helping each other, supporting each other, encouraging each other, becoming a better version of ourselves, achieving the dreams and goals of our life together. And as we do, when we come to work, we're fully charged. Like the energy is through the roof because they're like, wow, this is life. This is, they're they're working towards their... They're working towards their dreams. That is amazing. I I think this uh, may require a follow up podcast yeah. over a couple of beers because we can really we can really break down this connectivity that we talked about. And head up to Portland and do yeah, it in person. Absolutely, it, this is incredible. What about level between us is stoked and uh, we're really excited. So, Scott, where can people find you to learn more, more, learn more about that dream that you guys have championed? Tell us a little bit yeah, more about it. Yeah, it's, it's at confidencecoach.org, O-R-G. It's, it's confidencecoach.org. Just click the button. I do free consultation. We'll actually come in and demo this in your company totally free, no strings attached, because the power of the demo, or virtually however we do it, 
is so transformed. We, we, everybody signs up because they see what they see the energy and they go, Oh my God, this is what I've been missing. Yep. I've been spending yep. all this money on all these gift cards and blah, blah, all this stuff. Yep. This yep. is a hat. Well, how does a hat attach to my dream? Exactly. With a logo of your company, which is your dream. <laughs> this is weird. Why am I demotivated right now? Why am I? I'm yeah. like, I want to go home. A little pen, results in your penny. Yeah, we just ordered a bunch of stuff yesterday, and it's exactly what you just said. Oh, and now it's eye opening now. Oh like, man, the I, damn I totally coaster agree. idea is stupid. Yeah, the coaster <laughs> idea you had. Oh, Seriously, awesome. you know why? You know why you do? You order a hat with their name on it. That's because true. that's what Bingo. they're thinking about. 80% of the time, they're thinking about themselves, their own goals, their own dreams. Why don't we leverage it? It's the biggest uncapped opportunity in every company is the people's dreams and goals, period. Absolutely. If amazing. you're a business owner starting a business, reach out to Scott. Yep. He will help you get started on the right foot or fix that right foot in the right direction. Because Charge the batteries. He'll charge the batteries, ladies and gentlemen. Reach out to the confidence coach. Because we will be. <laughs> that was amazing. Thank you, Scott, so so much for. Very quick. Hopefully, we'll do another podcast with you. But thank you so much for jumping on and really, really. Our our, our battery and um, the others and of our listeners. Have an amazing day, Scott. And we Guys, will talk make it a great day. Thank you so much. Thank you. Bye bye.